Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Uh, hoy, hoy, everybody. Uh, how's your uh, first week being free from uh, work? Full swing. Summer's in full swing. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, relax, playing golf, catching up on some shows. Mm-hmm. Catching up on some sleep. Very important right yeah. there. Um, taking care of my mental health. <laughs> that too, that yes, too. Yes, yes, all that. So uh, I started watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy again. Very nice. I should be finished by tomorrow. Nice. And then... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Mm. I'm going to judge you on this. What? Extended versions? Extended okay, versions. Okay, okay. I, I, I know, but I got to ask you in front of everybody. I mean, I'll do the shortened versions during the school year. Yeah. But in the summer, I got the time. Extended, man. I got the time. You have to do extended. Yep. Yeah. So, yes, respect. And uh, <laughs> apparently, I have to uh, watch Obi-Wan. Yes, you do. Um, as of this moment right now, the third episode came out yesterday. And um, the first two were pretty awesome. After yesterday, yeah, game changer. So, uh, as good as the Mandalorian, Oof, uh, it, it's there. It's, it's up there. It's there. Oh, yeah, okay. it's there. It's yeah. okay. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely have to watch. And I did finish uh, season four of Stranger Things. Ah, I haven't even watched season two yet. Yeah, um, season one good. Season two pretty good. Season three all right. Season four. Really awesome. So, yeah. But yeah, so guys, you're getting a little preview into what we're watching right yeah. now. Yeah, my wife wants to find uh, something for us to watch together during the summer. So I guess we'll do Stranger Things. There you go. Mm. Yeah, Righteous Gemstone is hilarious. Okay. Also. <laughs> I'll keep that one in mind. Uh, Before so, you know it, we're oh. going to have a new season of Futurama coming up. Because they're making that right now. Are they? Yes, they wow. are. Wow. Bring, yeah. Bringing it back. Yes, sir. Bringing it back. Again. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. One more time. You know, I've also heard they're thinking of bringing back King of the Hill. Yeah, I saw that too. That'll be epic. That would that be happens. a treat. Yes. That would be a treat. Yep. Very underrated show. Extremely underrated show. But we're biased Texans. Yes, so yes, we are. We are indeed. But alas, let's get into yeah. the Simpsons. So uh, we were talking about Stranger Things earlier. Yes, and that fits in nicely. Yes, because we have a Tree House of Horror episode. Yes. Number five, to be exact. The sixth episode in the sixth season, and it originally aired on October 30th of 1994. If you can only get two out of the three sixes, that's how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's how you do it. So good yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we don't have a uh, chalkboard gag no, on the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yes, because this is not a traditional episode, of uh-huh. course. I think we're going to have three short stories in this one. Yes. Yep. And uh, we do have a little title sequence. Though. Yes, we do. Right. So after the whole uh, opening sequence with the graveyards and all that stuff, uh-huh. right, you know, well, we'll get to that. Um we do get to, yeah, Mo, right? His body is in a noose, uh-huh. falling from a tree, mm-hmm. opens his eyes, uh-huh. right? 
And we see uh, which is being burned at the stake. Yes. Which are Patty and Selma. Yes. And who's doing the burden? Skinner. I'm sorry. It's for Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Love yes, yes, yes. But they're lighting the cigarettes with, their, with the flames, right? Yep, yep. And so Skinner's in a, in a guillotine. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, let's see. Who else we got? We got Miss Kay. Uh-huh. Willie. Chief Wiggum. They're all watching Bart chop off Skinner's head. Yep. Yep. And then we have the... We do have a couch gag. Yes, we do. Right? It's the uh, Simpsons are all zombie-like. They enter through the floor, mm-hmm. right? Like zombies onto the couch. Their body parts are all mismatched, so they start trading off body parts, and yeah. they all eventually get what they need to get. Right? Yes. yes. They kind of thought they were Frankensteinish too. Yeah. Because they were swapping out body parts. Yeah, that was so it was a it's a good little gag. There were cool. zombies and Frankenstein in one. Pretty cool. Pretty yes, cool. it was. My hat's off. Yes, and so of course we're also going to have Marge's warning, mm-hmm. right? As is tradition with the Treehouse of Horror. Yes. So she's standing on the stage, and the spotlight is on her, and Marge comes out. Hello, once again. As usual, I must warn you all that this year's Halloween show is very, very scary. And those of you with young children may want to send them off for bed. And this a little hand comes in and gives her a paper. Uh-huh. And she reads it. She's like, oh my. It seems that the show is so scary that Congress won't even let us show it. Instead, they've suggested the 1947 Glenn Ford classic movie, 200 Miles to Oregon. And they show a little clip. Yeah. I had never seen that before. Yeah. By the way, did you ever play uh, the Oregon Trail? Yes, I did. Amazing. Yes. One of the greatest games ever made. It was so cheap and bad graphics, but it was so entertaining. So immersive at the same time. So entertaining, yes. Yes. Uh, I not only played that version, but I played the board game version of it. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it's getting the credit. It's it's realistic. Yes. Everybody dies. I mean, like, most of you were going (laughs) to die on the way. That's just the way. Yeah, a bunch of you were going to die on the way. Uh I mean, what did you think was going to happen? And again, guys, that game is the Oregon Trail. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Diet of Dysentery. Yes. That's the favorite one. Mm-hmm. And so the scene shifts, right? And we see what looks like a television being unplugged. We see this one little white dot in the center. And then we see, a, what do you call it, a cilioscope. Yeah. Right? And we hear Bart's voice. going, th- And it's moving around, right? And he's mm-hmm. saying, there's nothing wrong with your TV set. Do not attempt to adjust your picture. We are controlling the transmission. And this is, of course, an homage to, uh, what is it? Is it uh, Outer Limits or Twilight Zone? Something I think like it's that, Outer right? Limits, yeah. Outer Limits, uh-huh. right? Yeah. yeah. And, of course, there's that. And so Homer comes in, comes in and says, what's that, boy? We're in control. Hey, look, I can see my boys. Yeah. This is my boys. On TV. And Mark gets annoyed, jumps in and says, you're ruining the mood. Sorry. <laughs> so then Mark comes in again and says, for the next half hour, we will control what you see and hear. You're about to experience the terror and foul horror of the Simpsons Halloween special. And the little green line does this cool little animation that he goes into the silhouettes of the actual family. Yeah, you can see their little haircuts and everything. Really cool, really uh-huh. cool. Right. And so we go through the whole opening sequence and all that. Mm-hmm. And the first segment that we're going to get to is called the shinning. shinning. Yep. Yes. Not the other word. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, we'll get to we'll, we'll explain why. We'll get to that. So uh, we see the family all in the car driving, and Monday appears in front of the screen, and uh, we see that they're driving on this winding mountain road, right? And Homer's like, well, it was a long trip, but we're almost there. And Marge says, did you remember to lock the front door of the house? Don't! So next thing we know, they're back on the road, and the screen shows Wednesday. And Homer says, well, it's been two long trips, but we're finally almost there again. And Marge jumps in and says, when you locked the front door, did you remember to lock the back door? Nope, nope. <laughs> and then the screen says, Thursday. Uh-huh. And the family is driving completely silent uh-huh. at this point. Until? Until Lisa guesses, oh no, we left Grandpa back at the gas station. Nobody says anything and Homer keeps driving. She says, what about Grandpa? And Homer keeps driving. So, there goes that. They sacrifice Grandpa. Yes, they do. And they continue driving, and they pull up to this huge mansion in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Right. So, they pull up, they hop out of the car, and we see Mr. Burns and Smithers, right? Yes. And Burns is like, oh, goody, the sea monkeys I, I ordered have arrived. <laughs> Look at them cavorting caper. And Smithers jumps in, and he says, well, sir, the, they're the new winter caretakers for the lodge. And Burns says, yes, they work hard and they play hard. <laughs> so uh, apparently Mr. Burns is having one of those senior moments right yes, now. Yes, he is. Well, he is old as dirt. Mm-hmm. And so Mr. Burns takes the family on a tour of the whole grounds, right? Down these really creepy hallways with axes everywhere. And he tells them the history. He says, this house has quite a long, colorful history. It was built on an ancient Indian burial ground. and was a setting of satanic rituals, witch burnings, and five John Denver Christmas specials. <laughs> By the way, yeah, there was a big rumor that John Denver had made a deal with the devil. Yeah. Which um, they then uh, pointed his uh, tragic death in the plane crash. Yeah. As a... Proof of that. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. one of the controversial theories of music. I'll be honest. I don't hit on John Denver too much. Hmm. Uh, who doesn't like uh, take country roads? Gotta love that. Country. Rocky Mountain High, uh-huh. Sunshine on My Shoulders. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the one? I'm a country boy. I love that song. It's a good song. Yeah. John Denver's cool, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh well. But Homer does not like this. He's just like, ugh, John Denver. Right? Uh-huh. He doesn't like it. But then, so they were walking. They stop right in front of the elevator, mm-hmm. and the elevator opens up by itself, and we see a river of blood flowing out of the elevator. To which Mr. Burns says, hmm, that's odd. Usually the blood gets off on the second floor. <laughs> now, at this point, uh, if you're a normal person, we, wouldn't you nope out right there? Uh, yeah, I'm not staying there for one second longer than is necessary. Yeah, no. I am going home. Ex- yeah. uh, the same day. Later. Uh-huh. Now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so we, uh, we cut to outside and cameras showing the whole grounds and there's this whole hedge maze, right? And Willie's, of course, taking care of it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we hear a chainsaw noise, and Bart pops through where Willie's working. He's like, hey, I found a shortcut through your hedge maze. <laughs> and Willie's like, why, you little... And then he stops talking, and he starts to think. And he thinks, no, no. Go easy on the wee one. His father's gonna go crazy and chop them all into haggis. And Bart says, what's haggis? And Willie kind of like gasps. Boy, 
You're reading my thoughts. You've got the shit in. You mean shining? And Willie's like, shh, you want to get sued? <laughs> Which is what we were talking about, Yes, right? classic yes. line right there. Shh, you want to get sued? Yeah. Well, you can. Yeah, even today, you hear somebody say shining on TV. What do, what do some people usually say? Shh, you want to get sued? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had people do that to me in conversation. Random people. Yep. Yep. So, classic joke right there. Yes, yes. And so Willie keeps going with him, right? He says, like, your dad's going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. And when he does, you just use that shit of yours to call me and I'll come on running. But don't be reading Willie's mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. (laughs) I don't want to know. Yeah, it would only be disturbing. Willie can have between four and five. Yeah, we don't need to know. So Smithers, uh, kind of like we see him uh, stooping down and he has the pair of scissors in his hand and he cuts the cable to the house. Yeah. And then he goes inside the house and he picks up two crates of beer. And then Burns jumps in and says, yes, by cutting off cable TV and the beer supply, I can ensure an honest winter's work out of these low lives. And Smithers is like, sir, did you ever stop to think that he closes the car trunk, right, yeah. with all the beer in it. Maybe it was this that caused the previous caretakers to go insane and murder their families? Thinks, hmm, perhaps. Tell you what, we come back and everyone's slaughtered. I owe you a Coke. <laughs> uh, talk about a cold, heartless man. Yes, I love Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive off, right, and we go back inside the house and we see Homer on the couch and he's, of course, eating these greasy, heavily salted snacks, like pork chips rinds, chips, pork rinds, yeah. whatever it is. Living he's, life. Yep. And he grabs the, the remote to turn the TV on. And he tries changing the channel. There's nothing but snow. And he says, hmm, cable's out. So next thing we know, we're in the kitchen. And Homer says, think I'll have a beer. And he opens the fridge and says, hmm. Not a drop in the house. What do you know? And Marge jumps in. She says, Homer, I'm impressed. You're taking this quite well. I'll kill you. I'll kill all of you. <laughs> she stops him, Homer. And he just says, sorry, sorry. Don't worry. There's plenty I can do to keep myself occupied. Maybe I'll check out that axe collection. And he walks out the door. Uh-huh. And he kind of says, like, see you later. <laughs> And very Lisa, yes, yes, Elisa is very perceptive, right? Yeah. So she goes, Mom, is Dad going to kill us? To which Marge says, we're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> oh my That's goodness. not very comforting no, for Marge. No, it's not. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness, Marge. And so Homer makes his way around the mansion, and he ends up in the bar of the lodge. Yes. And so like in The Shining, right, when the bartender uh-huh. pops out and everything like that, it's Mo. Course. Uh-huh. So the ghost of Mo materializes and says, Will it be Homer? And Homer's like, Mo, give me a beer. He says, No, not unless you kill your family. Homer's like, Why should I kill my family? He says, uh, they'd be much happier as ghosts. So Homer goes, You don't look so happy. Oh, I'm happy. I'm very happy. La la la, la 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 la. See? Now waste your family and I'll give you a beer. <laughs> Uh, true Mo fashion. Very, very true for Mo, right? <laughs> so, next thing we know, we see Marge walking into this dark room calling out for Homer. She's like, Homer, 
homie. <laughs> right? And uh, she sees a typewriter and she keeps walking to it. And she says, what's he typed in that? What's he, what, I'm sorry. What he's typed will be a window into his madness. And she reads it. Feeling fine. Whew, that's a relief. Yeah. But what else do we see then? We see no TV and no beer make Homer go crazy. All over the wall. Yep. Right. We have lightning flashes that we see all, all of the walls have been covered with this. And so this is, of course, the homage again to The Shining of all work and no, no play. play. Yeah. Mm. Was it Mick Jack and Dumbledore? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If you've never seen The Shining, you do need to watch that at least once. Do yourself a favor and watch it. It is disturbing. Yeah. It's still disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's those of you that have never seen it, it's so disturbing that some of the actors claim to be permanently damaged from filming that movie. Shelley Long said she never recovered from, from filming that. Yeah. So, there you go. Did she do anything after Cheers? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember her. I remember she was in that awesome movie about the caveman. Remember that? With Ringo Starr and all that? No. You never saw Caveman? Oh. No. <laughs> Cult classic, cult classic. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> right. And so. Then she says, this is less encouraging. Yes. And Homer bursts in, hello. Marge's like, ah. Yes, he scares her. Uh-huh. He's like, so what do you think, Marge? All I need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of no TV and make Homer, and no beer and make Homer something, something. And then Marge's like, go crazy? To which Homer says, don't mind if I do. And of course he goes crazy. Yep. Starts making all these weird noises. Faces. And yeah, yeah. And he starts actually advancing towards Marge. Uh-huh. And she's not having it. Yep. So she runs over to a glass case. It's got a baseball bat. She breaks the glass and she grabs the bat and she starts threatening Homer. And then uh, Homer's like, give me the bat, Marge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, she keeps swinging it uh, at him as she... Uh, Goes up some stairs, right? Yeah, yeah, he's backing her into a corner. Yep. And uh, eventually, he calls her a scaredy cat, right? And he starts making this weird face at her. And uh, he sees his own face in a mirror and scares himself and passes out. Falls yep. down the stairs. Uh-huh. Very uh, Homer. Homerish. Yes, very Homer. And so, of course, Marge hauls his body into... By the way, the- uh, how strong would Marge have to be? Marge, I, I wouldn't put it past Marge. Because that's dead weight right yeah, there. Yeah, dead weight home. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Marge is Marge, man. Yeah. Yep. We've, we've learned. Do not underestimate Marge Simpson. No. And so she heaves that carcass basically yeah. into the uh, the fridge, right? Like a big freezer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she tells him, you stay here until you're no longer insane. And then as she puts him in there, she notices that there's some... Can't Can't food, there, uh-huh. yeah. And she's like, hmm, chili would be good tonight. It's ever the mother. Yes. Marge Simpson. So she closes the door behind her, and Homer wakes up thinking he's in heaven because he's surrounded by food. Mm-hmm. And we see him stuffing his face when we see Mo make a reappearance. Yes, the ghost of Mo says, Homer, it's Mo. Uh, look, some of the ghouls and I are a little concerned. The project isn't moving forward. And Homer's like, can't murder now. Eating. Oh, for crying out loud, right? And so Mo and the other ghosts come in, 
And they start dragging Homer out of there against his will. He mm-hmm. is not happy about nope. this at all. Mm-hmm. Right? So the rest of the family are eating dinner peacefully. And uh, next thing we know, we see a uh, axe chopping the way through the door. Mm-hmm. And Homer sticks his face in. And he says, here's Johnny. Yes. But there, he was... He was chopping the door to the wrong room, right? Yes, wrong room. No one's there. He just goes, don't! Uh-huh. Right? So, of course, we're going to explain this to the young viewers. Yes. So, here's Johnny, of course. Johnny Carson. The great Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that's even a little bit before my time. So, obviously, our young viewers... will have no idea, mostly. YouTube that. Yeah. Greatest talk show host that ever existed. Yes. All right? And so, that room's empty, and he comes out to the next room, same style, and says, David Letterman! Right? Which is, that's more my That's the more time. modern, yeah. M- yeah. more modern than Johnny Carson is. More modern than Johnny, that's after that. Uh-huh. So, and uh, Abe is in the room, though. He says, hi, David, I'm Grandpa! And Homer's like, don't! <laughs> so, he starts to chop his way through another door. Holding a uh, ticking stopwatch. And this is my favorite one. He pops in the room and says, I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Morley Saber. And I'm Ed Bradley. All this on end and Andy Rooley tonight on 60 Minutes. (laughs) So even then, our young viewers. Probably would not understand since they don't watch network TV. Crazy. Yeah. So the family starts to freak out. They all yell out. And they run into a room with a radio and Marge calls for help, right? She grabs the mic and she's like, hello, police. This is Marge Simpson. My husband is on a murderous rampage. Over. And so we cut back to uh, Wiggum, uh-huh. right? And he says, oh, well, thank God that's over. I was worried for a second. And he turns off the radio. Yeah, he heard over. Yeah. Not a very good cop. No, he's not. Uh-uh. No, he's not. And, of course, Marge is upset because there's no answer. Yes. So Bart says, don't worry, Mom. I can use my shinning to call Willie. All right, so we, we see him concentrate. And then Will, uh, Willie's watching. I'm sorry. He's watching the news. Watches, yeah, Willie's watching the news at home, right? And he's watching Ken Brockman. Middle of Kent Brockman's sentence, really just snaps. His oh, the little fat boy and his family are in trouble. And he runs outside. He throws the TV in the snow. He says, "I'm coming to rescue the lot of you." And so he goes into the lodge. Uh-huh. Right? He says, "All right, Looney, show me what you got." And Homer drives an axe right into his back. Mm-hmm. Right? And he says, "Oh, is that the best you can do?" And collapses. Of course. Yeah. Looney's too tough for his own good. Yeah. And uh, Marge is watching this, right? He says, oh, my. I hope that rug was scotch guarded. The things that pop through her mind. Didn't. Yeah. Is it also a pun because he's Scottish? Oh, that's true. That is true. That's good writing. It is very good writing. There's a pun in there, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I could show you that one. Yes, yes. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. And so we cut back to Homer, and now Homer's just walking around in a day saying, must kill family. And he's got an axe in his hand, right? Uh-huh. They're all outside in the snow, but Homer catches up to them, right? And as Homer corners his family and is about to chop them into bits, Lisa notices the TV that Willie threw out the window. Uh-huh. Right? And she says, Dad, look! 
and she holds the TV up. And we get to Homer saying, <gasps> Television! T-shirt! Mother! Secret lover. <laughs> Urge to kill. Fading. 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 Rising! Fading. Fading. Then <laughs> he says, Come, family. Sit in the snow with daddy and let's all bask in television's warm, glowing, warm glow. <laughs> and so, I guess it's sometimes it's past, right? And we, the family's still there, and we hear the guy on the TV says, Live from Broadway, it's the Tony Awards with your host, Tyne Daly and Hi Linden. And Bart's like, Homer, change the channel. Homer's just going frozen. Urge to kill. Rising. <laughs> and we end the first mini episode of Treehouse of Horror. Yes. That was a good one. It's so good. Yes. It's so good. It yeah. really is. It, they, they do the shining justice. They do mm -hmm. all the stuff justice. Yep. Yeah, so. so then we get to the second little mini-sode. Yes. This one is titled Time and Punishment. And... Appears to be a beautiful Springfield morning, and Homer is talking to everyone around the breakfast table. He says, you know, Marge, I've had my share of troubles, but sitting here now with you and the kids in our cozy home in this beautiful free country just makes me feel that I'm really a lucky guy. And Lisa jumps in, Dad, your hand is jammed in the toaster! So uh, Homer sees that his hand is indeed jammed in the toaster, and he starts to freak out. Ah! Get it off! Get it off! And he starts slamming it and hitting it against yep. everything. He's like, get it off me! And he finally throws it off. Uh -huh. Right? So we think. And Bart jumps in, like, Dad, it's in there again! Because when he slumped down to the floor, yes. his hand, he re-jammed his hand back in there, right? Exactly. And he freaks out again, and he beats the hell out of the toaster once again. Next thing we know, we see Homer and the battered toaster in the basement. Yes, and Homer says, this shouldn't be too hard to fix with the right tools. And he breaks the toaster open with a huge rock. I wouldn't call that a tool. Yeah. I mean, a primitive tool, maybe. But uh -huh. Oh, well. And so we cut to the next day. Homer's fixing the toaster. He says, there, better than new. All right, and he puts the final panel on the toaster. The lights blink. Now he says, now to take her for a test toast. He puts a piece of bread in there. Toaster flashes and he says, what the? And he grabs it and they disappear. Yeah. And then we're flying through this crazy vortex with clocks and everything, going through time and space. And Homer says, look at that. I'm the first non-Brazilian person to travel backwards through time. <laughs> Which I don't understand that. I, I don't get that reference. Either. Yeah, I don't either. I was too lazy to look that one up. But then, of course, we get another time travel reference here uh -huh. because Mr. Peabody shows up and says, Correction, Homer, you're the second. And then we see his boy Sherman. That's right, Mr. Peabody. To which he says, Quiet, you. <laughs> now, if you are not versed on uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, uh -huh. you need to go ahead and verse yourself. Yes. Yeah. They used I, to come out of the Rocky and Bullwinkle show? Exactly, yes. I wouldn't suggest starting with the movie that came out no. a few years ago. Watch the old school Peabody and Sherman. Now, it does make sense now that I think about it that I'm a history teacher and I love that show as a kid. So, ah! Yes. Talk uh, to you a lot about history. They did have a lot of uh, wacky adventures uh, back in time. 
Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And so Homer has now traveled through time and he is in the dinosaur age, right? And he says, I've gone back to the time when dinosaurs weren't just confined to zoos. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. It's, like, it's 94. Jurassic Park is huge. Oh, yeah. oh that's true. Yeah. That's what it I is. guess he thought that was a documentary. Yeah, exactly. He thought it was a documentary. <laughs> All right. So then we see a pterodactyl flying overhead and Homer begins to panic. He says, ah! Okay, don't panic. Remember the advice your father gave you on your wedding day. And then he flashes back and we see Abe yes. with hair, wearing a tux. Yes, and he says, if you ever travel back in time, don't step on anything because even the tiniest change can alter the future in ways you can't imagine. So Homer's like, fine. As long as I stand perfectly still and don't touch anything, I won't destroy the future. Then we see a big mosquito fly. Giant mosquito uh, fly. That's like the size of a basketball. He says, stupid bug, you go squish now. And he squat. He swats it. I don't blame him. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't blame him. But then he realizes he just kind of messed up. Yes. And he says to himself, but that was just one little insignificant mosquito. That one can't change the future, right? Right? And he asks that to a bear-like creature that passes him. Uh-huh. Some weird hybrid of a creature. Yeah. Says, I don't know. Apparently can talk. Yeah. So, yes, of course, the time has been changed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that Homer, uh, he kind of like grabs a toaster again and he finds himself back in the basement mm-hmm. and he goes, phew, I'm back. And he walks up to the kitchen to go and eat breakfast with the family. He says, ah, oh, my loving family, nothing's changed. And as he says that, this buzzer goes off and a TV screen pops out of the floor. Mm-hmm. And we hear... Idly ho, slaverinos! Yes, none other than Ned. Yep, and the family goes okily dokily. Homer is confused. He says, "Hey, what the hell is that geek Flanders doing on TV?" And a siren goes off as he says that. Yep, and then Ned pops in and he says, "Oh, I see. By the big board, we got a negative Nelly in sector two. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask the whole family to kind of freeze and prepare for re-education." says, don't you remember, Dad? Flanders is the unquestioned lord and master of the world. To which Homer says, dope! Yep. By the way, uh, would you ever picture uh, Flanders as some King Jong-un totalitarian dictator? Uh, uh-huh. With re-education camps everywhere? No. But I love the, the concept of <laughs> Ned being the ultimate leader of the yep. world. I do love that. It's great. And so the house kind of rumbles around, right? And uh, the house kind of just flies off, right? They, mm-hmm. they, they capture it. It goes off to the Reading Education Center. And Ned's on the TV says, okay, everybody, let's see some big smiles. And all these hooks descend on the audience that's there and says, just relax and let the hooks do the work. So all these fake smiles are put onto the yeah. Simpsons. Right? These hooks are pulling their mounds apart so they yes. look like they have. Very uh, Clockwork orange Yep. So then Homer goes, uh, what the hell are you smiling at? To the guy next to him exactly. as he's, he's being forced to smile by these hooks. Yep. And so we're done with this and Homer's rubbing his cheeks, right? He's standing in the room with all the other men. And we see Ned on TV and he says, now in case all that smiling didn't cheer you up, there's one thing that never fails. A nice glass of warm milk, a little nap, and a total frontal lobotomy. 
and then we see Mo walking slowly. It's like, it's not so bad, Homer. They go in through your nose and they let you keep keep a piece of the brain they cut off. Look. He's actually got a He's got a jar with a little piece of brain floating in it. <laughs> and he's talking to it, right? Uh-huh. He's like, hey there, who's that big man in there? Who's that? Yeah, he's gone. Uh-huh. And then we see Bart and Lisa who have also had a lobotomy and they're just like, join us, father. And then we see Marge and she yes. says, it's bliss. And Homer just screams, no! And he runs off in a panic and the sirens are going off and there's attack dogs chasing him, right? <laughs> and so Homer says, oh no, they're getting on me. Wait, I have an idea. And he reaches into his shirt he pulls out like a pack of hot dogs. Uh-huh. He says, these leaders will give me the quick energy I need to escape. And he eats them. And you, somehow they make them run faster. They do make them run faster. But uh, a normal person would just kind of throw them at the dog, right? Yeah, exactly. That'll distract the dogs and give me a chance to... And so he's yeah. screaming to himself, I gotta go back. Fix future. And he finds the toaster, pushes the handle, and then he arrives again at a different time. Right. And yes. he's in the past again now. Uh-huh. He says, this time, I'm not going to touch a thing. We see a, t- a, a T-Rex kind of like uh, rushing at him. Mm-hmm. And then Homer goes, ah! Mustn't kill it. but Mustn't crush. Mustn't kill it. Made it. As he's running away. Mm-hmm. But as he's running away toward water, he kind of steps on a fish. The, not just the fish. The fish that's walking out of the water for yes, the first yes. time. <laughs> He says, Oh, I wish I hadn't killed I wish I wish I hadn't killed that fish. Yep. And so the toaster pops again and Homer's back in the present. And he walks into the kitchen. He's like, hey, where is everybody? And a giant Lisa peeps through the window and rips off the roofs of the house. And it's like, and Bart says, Big Bart says, uh, hey, there's a bug that looks like dad. Let's kill it. And Lisa's like, okay. Yeah. So, you notice they gave her a go. A real uh, deep voice. Yeah, they did. Yeah. For sure. And so these giant children are there, right? Their fists are pounding the floor. Homer's running away. And then he he transports back again in time. The Tyrannosaurus is there looking for him again. Mm-hmm. But this time he sneezes. So when he sneezes, the dinosaur sniffles, collapses, and then all the other dinosaurs die. Because of what he did. Because he yeah, one on sneeze. And, oh, my goodness. And Homer's like, this is going to cost me. Yep. And he goes back to the present, and he sees that the house is different. Yes. It looks like they have a lot of money now. Yes. And at first, he's disappointed. He says, don't. I mean, hey. And then we see Bart. He's like, good morning, father dear. And he hands him comics. Yeah. Hope you're well. Are we taking the new Lexus to Aunt Patty and Selma's funeral today? And Homer's like, hmm, fabulous house, well-behaved kids, sisters-in-law's deads, luxury sedan. Woohoo! I hit the jackpot! And then he sits down. Marge, dear, would you kindly pass me a donut? And Marge says, donut? What's a donut? And he starts to freak out. Ah! Ah! And then he rushes back and he pushes the handle on the toaster once again. And not even two seconds later, after he transports out of time, 
Marge says, mm, it's raining again. And wouldn't you know, rain in that universe is donuts. donuts. Yeah. Glorious donuts. Yeah. So Homer missed, she missed the opportunity to live in the perfect world for him. He missed out on paradise. Yep. The gruesome twosome are dead. It rains donuts. Yep. Now, family's rich. We were talking about this before the show. I understand Homer's disappointment that there's no donuts, but at the same time, they just told you that you're going to the gruesome twosome's funeral today. Yes. Wouldn't you at least, even if you're not going to stay in that time, go watch that? Hell yeah. I mean, come on. I may not get a chance to do that in my timeline. And you would have seen that it rains donuts. Yes. And no need to leave. Yes, exactly. Oh, Homer. Oh, well. And so I wait, he didn't say it for himself, but I will. Don't. Yes, exactly. So Homer arrives home again, but Willie's there. Mm-hmm. Right? And Willie says, "You're still not in your own world, Homer. I can get you home, but you have to do exactly as I." And as soon as he's going to talk, he yells because Maggie axes him in the back. Yes, right. And we hear Maggie with James Earl Jones' voice. This is indeed a disturbing universe. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So next thing we know, Homer's back in time. He's like, don't touch anything. I'll touch whatever I feel like. And he starts smashing plants and squishing bugs and creatures left and right. And then uh, we go back to the present. We see his house changing from an igloo to a stone house, kind of like the Flintstones. Again, another Flintstones reference right there. The original McDonald's, uh, an underwater house. If you uh, if you ever saw the snorkels, snorks, snorks, yeah, isn't it snorkels? No, the snorks, the snorks, whatever the hell they were. Kind of reminded me of that. And then we see a boot. Yeah. And then we see Bart as the Sphinx. And meanwhile, there's an audience. Yes. We have our alien friends. Yes, Kang and Kodos. Kang and Kodos, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And Kang is there saying, foolish earthling, totally unprepared for the effects of time travel. And they both start laughing until they get transformed into Sherman sure. and, and Mr. Mr. Peabody. Peabody. Uh-huh. Yes. And Kang says, in Sherman's voice, what happened to us, Kodos? And then Kodos goes, quiet, you yes. in... Mr. Peabody's voice. So awesome. Yep. And so Homer gets back, right? And he walks up the basement steps. And Marge is there. She says, good morning, dear. And Homer's like, what's my name? What color is the sky? What of donuts? What? For the God of, for the love of God, tell me. Marge says, Homer, the sky is blue. Donuts are plentiful. Friday is TJAF on ABC. What's gotten into you? Homer's like, nothing, nothing at all. Let's just eat. And as they eat, they all stick out these forked snake tongues and eat that way. Yeah. yeah. Not, eat, not eating with forks and knives, no, right? No, And Homer sees this. He's like, eh, close enough. Yeah. He had paradise. Though. Yes. And that is the conclusion of the second little mini-sode. Which brings us to the last of our little mini-sodes, which is titled Nightmare Cafeteria. And before we even start this, all-time classic. Yes. All-time classic. Um, 
when I think of Simpsons Halloween uh, specials, this is the first one. This is the first one on my mind. Mm-hmm. The, the second one that pops in my mind is one we haven't done yet, which is Lisa's Little Civilization. Oh, yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. a great one, too. But whenever I think of Treehouse of Horror, this is the first one that I always think of. Mm-hmm. It is the best of them, I think. And, of course, it's a play on the, that movie with the, with the Soil and Green. Uh, Soil and Green. Yeah, yeah, Soil and Green. Yeah, yeah. Soil and Green. Yeah. Soil and Green is it's people. Green. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Nightmare Cafeteria, right? And we see Bart's classroom. The kids are all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bart whistles to get everybody's attention. He says, hey, everybody, let's all turn the discs backwards before Miss Krabappel comes in. And everybody says, yeah! And so he flips around. And he's kind of like, huh? He's the only one facing back. Yes. Everybody hung him out to dry. Uh-huh. And Miss Krabappel goes, all right, backwards, boy. Back your butt down to detention. And so Bart goes down to detention, but he sees that the whole room is full. And Skinner's there and he says, over here, Simpson, the detention room is dangerously overcrowded, so you'll be serving your time in the cafeteria. And uh, we see a kid pressed up against the window in detention. He's like, oxygen running out. Skinner says, yes, you should have thought of that before you made that paper airplane. (laughs) Uh, what a square. Yes. Yep. So Bart takes a seat next to Jimbo in the in the cafeteria, which is also crowded. Yes. And Skinner says, this overcrowding and detention is becoming critical. It's a powder cake waiting to go off an explosion of unacceptable behavior. And we see lunch lady Doris. He goes, don't bitch to me, boss man. Thanks to the latest budget cuts, I'm down to using grade F meat. Which I don't even want to know. What that is, what it consists of, what that animal had to die from. I don't even know if it exists. Yeah. So, And so Skinner jumps in and says, wouldn't it be wonderful if there was some sort of common solution to both our problems? And Doris goes, that would be great. And as Doris is walking by, Jimbo says, hey, Bart, watch this. And he trips lunch lady Doris. And she drops the whole pot of stew that she's carrying. Uh Right? And Jimbo says, oh, no, my favorite outfit. And Skinner is kind of upset right now. He says, Jimbo, this is by far the worst. And he kind of like puts his finger across Jimbo and he gets some of Jimbo and the stew on him, right? Yeah. And he tastes like, hmm. And he tries some more. And he says, oh, Jimbo, why don't you assist Lunch Lady Doors in the kitchen? But Jimbo says, bite me, Skinner. And then Skinner goes, well, bite me. So, dun, dun, dun. And so we go back behind the closed kitchen door. And Jimbo's trying to clean. He says, it's hard for me to clean this giant pot when you keep spilling meat tenderizer all over me. Don't hear a little metallic click. Yeah, and he's like, oh, great. I got to start all over again and work in the dark. <laughs> yep. He did not know he was being cooked alive. Exactly. Uh-huh. So next thing we know, we're at lunch. We see Mr. Largo, Miss Hoover, and Mrs. Krabobble eating burgers. And he's like, mm. Mm-mm. This sandwich tastes so young and impudent. <laughs> Seymour, what's with the good grub? Skinner says, mm, "Well, perhaps I ought to let you folks in on a secret. Do you remember me telling you, me telling Jimbo Jones that I would make something of him one day?" Edna gasps, "Is it? Are you saying you killed Jimbo, processed his carcass, and served him for lunch?" And Skinner taps his nose. 
And she goes, ha! And she keeps eating um, yeah. eagerly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we cut to Bart. And he gets a whole ladle full of some meat dish. And he says, I wonder where Jimbo is today. He should have beaten us up for our lunch money an hour ago. And Uder, you see him cutting in lines like, oh, lunch lady, please, uh, to have another sloppy Jimbo. And then uh, he turns around to uh, Bart's like, that is good, eh? Yep. Uh -huh. Which means that's good. Yep. No. Nope. Uh -huh. Yes, of course. For those of you that don't know any basic, basic German, German yeah. whatsoever. And Skinner says, now that's your third helping, young man. Making you fat and soft. And he licks his lips like I'm tender. Uh, you just cut in line, didn't you? Report to detention, Uter. And Uter's like, for how long? Oh, about seven minutes a pound should do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so the next day uh -huh. at lunch, the uh, theme, the special is Oktoberfest, which I don't know why you would do that with kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we see lunch lady Doris uh, wearing... Um, An old Bavarian outfit yeah. or anything like that. Even uh, Principal Skinner's in lederhosen. Yes, and stuff he's got like. the lederhosen. So Doris is like, okay, I got your German grub right here. And she serves Bart, who eats and walks away. And Lisa says, Bart, does it strike you as odd that Uter disappeared and suddenly they're serving us this mysterious food called Uterbraten? And Skinner walks up in his later hose and he's like, oh, relax, kids. I've got a gut feeling Uter is around here somewhere. <laughs> After all, isn't there a little Uter in us all? <laughs> In fact, you might even say that we just ate Uder and he's in our stomachs right now. Oh, wait. Scratch that one. <laughs> Went a little too far, Skinner. Yep. And so Lisa and Bart figure out what's going on and they run up to Marge and Lisa say, Mom, Mom, you got to help. They're cooking kids in the school cafeteria. And Marge is frustrated right now. She says, listen, kids, you're eight and ten year years old now. I can't be fighting your battles for you. Bar says, but mom. Bar says, no buts. You march right back uh, to that school, look them straight in the eye, and say, don't eat me. And Bar and Lisa just kind of go, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we cut back to the school and we see a plumper, Miss Kabobble. Yeah, she's right? put on some pounds. Uh huh. And she's writing on the chalkboard homework, eat a stick of butter. And so she says, and so many students have been put on detention. Permanent detention. Permanent detention. Yes, that's true. So we've merged everyone into a single class. I trust there's no objections. Bart, Lisa, Milhouse, Wendell, and Ralph all say nothing. And Wendell is panicking. He's figured things out. And mm -hmm. he drops his pencil and it falls to the floor. So Mr. Bobble looks up, points to him, and, say, and she yells, Detention! They don't look at him at all. Mm -hmm. and he leaves the class, right? They know they're never going to see him again. Yes. And then Milhouse notices at this point that Mrs. K is reading none other than the classic book. Yes. The Joy of Cooking Milhouse. <laughs> How did they get a picture of him on there? Pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a very uh, niche. I actually cookbook. bought. I actually bought a, a, a gift for a friend of mine one time that likes to cook. Uh huh. Write down recipes that loves The Simpsons. Uh huh. You bought them a, a, a blank 
yeah, the joy journal of, cooking, of the joy of cooking the house. Yeah, awesome. Right. Awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh huh. So, so yeah. Millhouse goes, "Hey, you guys, <laughs> I was just thinking that any one of us could be next. <laughs> so, what do you say we make a break for it? Yeah. By any one of us, meaning him? Yeah, right? him. Yes. Uh, exactly. Hey, we gotta give it to Millhouse. He knows how to save himself. He yep. runs what the America's Most Wanted, all that stuff. Yeah, U.S. Marshals. There yep. you go. And so Bart and Lisa agree, and they go down. You know, they crawl out of the room. They go down the hall. And uh, Bart looks into the detention room, and it's cages, right? There's <laughs> kids in all the cages with IVs and stuff like that. Martin's in there, right, shaking around. And uh, Skinner actually tells him something, right? He's like, hey, easy there, young man. You'll only make yourself tired and stringy. This is now to check on the free-range children. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut the camera to outside, and there's these kids running around outside. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. You're all fenced in. The, yeah, fenced all, in, uh-huh. but the free-range, yes, of uh-huh. course. So we see Lunch Lady Doris catching the kids uh, that are trying to escape, right? Bart, Lisa, and Millhouse. And uh, she walks to them with this uh, electric egg beater. It's going really fast. Yeah, And Willie... Trying to be the hero says, hold on, kids. I'm coming to rescue the lot of you. And then Skinner steps up and he drives an axe to his back. He says, oh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> so of course, this is two episodes in a row. That he's been axing That Willie back. wants to save the kids, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to give it to Willie, man. Willie's always trying to save the kids. As much crap as he talks about them. <laughs> uh, as much hell as they give him, too. <laughs> Willie's always trying to save the kids. Uh-huh. So the kids are kind of like pushed into the auditorium and Skinner says, I'm going to enjoy devouring you, Bart Simpson. Yes, I believe I'll start as you've often suggested by eating your shorts. And he mm-hmm. turns on this big food processor. Uh-huh. Huge. Right? Yep. To gooify. Yes, to gooify. Yes, uh-huh. he does. And Bart says, don't worry, guys. Something always comes along to save us. And as he says that, Millhouse falls into the blender, and we just hear the squish. Yeah, he's uh, liquefied. Uh, of course, it had to be Millhouse. Yes. Uh, it breaks my heart, but there you go. <laughs> you actually thought he was going to survive? Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> blind hope. Like, yeah. I, I remember as a kid being like, of course Millhouse is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then Bart says, oh, nevertheless, I remain confident that something will come along to save the two Simpson children. Bart wakes up screaming. Yeah. And Marge is there. She's like, relax, honey. You're just having a crazy nightmare. You're back with your family now where there's nothing to be afraid of. Except that fog that turns people inside out. <laughs> and Bart's like, huh? And Homer says, uh-oh, it's seeping in. Stupid, cheap weather stripping. And we see this mist coming in through the door, through the window. And the family all yell in agony as they are turned inside out. Do a crazy little dance number. Yes, because we end the episode, right? Yes. They start dancing inside out. Yes, and it's funny because every time they like throw their arms or their legs around, a little blood flicks off of them uh-huh. because they're inside out. And it finally gets to the point where the dog is looking at Bart uh-huh. and he goes after Bart and starts dragging him off the screen. <laughs> yes, he starts to eat Bart as the family keeps singing along. Yes. And... Of course, that was an epic way to end the Simpsons Halloween special. Yes. The Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. 
As far as Treehouse of Horrors goes. That's what uh, I was going to, that my first question to you was going to be, are we grading this on the basis of episodes or are we grading this on the basis of Treehouses of Horror? Well, you could do whatever you feel like on this one because either way you look at it, this is the best of them so far. Yeah. It's a fantastic Yes. I'm going to give this, like, this is a total five. Every story is great. Uh All the references are great. Um, There's no no dead spot in this at all. All three stories are amazing. So this is a five. Whether it's an episode or a Treehouse of Horror, it's a a five all day. I, I would have to concur. As far as Treehouse of Horror episodes go, this is the best one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it can be replaced because there's that one, this last episode, Minisode, is the one that always pops to mind when I think of these. Yes. Eating your school kids. Talk about diabolical. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Hilarious. And just so many good little memes and references in there. Yes. The visuals, everything was so good. And when you take on, you know, parroting The Shining, that's a big, that's a big uh, task. Yes, and, and they, they did, did a good job. And they job. did it very well. Yes, they did. So yeah, total five for me. Like whether it's an episode or a treehouse of horror, it's, yeah. it's so good. Of course, these don't uh, belong in the regular continuity. Yeah, they're not canon. They're yeah. not canon. So um, of course we're going to see Mailhouse. Pop back up. He's not really dead. He just died in this episode, but it's not part of the regular continuity. It's not canon, as L. Ray said. Kind of like those Legends uh, Star Wars comics. Yeah. (coughs) They're just for fun. I like that cool uh, Marvel scene they did not too long ago, the What If. The What If, yeah. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, these are always, they're always hit or miss. Yeah. And this is just a huge hit. This one is so good. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you got, I hope you guys remember we'll be doing this uh, twice a week yeah. for the summer. Yeah. So uh, don't forget to uh, uh, to watch out for our new episodes. Uh, tell your buddies. Uh, do us a favor. If you listen to them on uh, Apple, uh, give us a five-star rating. It will just make it easier for people to find us if this is something they're looking for. And uh, of course, Give us a follow on Spotify, Spotify, uh-huh. any other uh, podcasting platform that you may be listening on. Uh, it allows you to give us a rate, give us a rate. If it just allows a follow, give us a follow. Uh, don't forget to pay our official show Instagram page a visit. That's official underscore homers underscore donuts. Uh, without the apostrophes, uh, we like to post memes on there, original memes mostly. And, of course, if you guys have any suggestions on how we can make this show better for you, please drop us a direct message on Instagram. Don't slide into my DMs, folks. Just drop us a DM. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you'd like to mention before we sign off? Uh, Giant Jeff won. Yes. <laughs> Let my people go. Team Johnny. Yep. Team Johnny. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, man. 
Uh, but no, other than that, I hope everybody's enjoying the summer so far. I know we are. Yes. Um, and uh, we still have about what, nine more weeks oh, to we're go. Good. We're good to go right now. Yes. Yes, we are. And until next week, our voir suckers.